0: create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan brain This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hello, my precious blueberries. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you here, this guest, because she has been in my inbox for years now and I am so glad that I finally get to have a conversation with her. Uh, I am being joined with by Elisa Meredith. Uh, Elisa is a Pinterest product specialist and marketing manager at Tailwind. She is a sought-after speaker and teacher on the topics of Pinterest marketing and Pinterest ads. She's spoken at Social Media Marketing World, Agents of Change, appeared on The Art of Paid Traffic in the Social Pros podcast, and she has been graciously giving her time to come talk to me, too. Um, she runs a digital agency since 2005, which now focuses primarily on Pinterest ads. She lives in Paints in coastal North Carolina with Pepe a couch potato cavapoo and more cats than she'd like to admit to. Mm, but she's going to admit to how many she has right now.
1: I am? Okay. <laughs> I have four. Oh, that's fine. Okay, that's totally okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was, a, 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 like, a, a rescue failure, right? So... Yep. We- we had this neighborhood cat house, and uh, we thought, well, we'll get them all trapped, neuter, released, right?" And mm-hmm. but there were two litters of little adorable, irresistible kittens, and we thought, "Okay, well, we'll just we'll foster them, we'll get them healthy, and then um, we'll adopt them out."
0: No, I know.
1: No, we. I think we adopt. We adopted two out, and that was it. Plus, I ended up with one of the adults who was like, "Hey, this is a good deal. I'm staying here." <laughs> but I adore like them. I'm, good. Good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, they'll probably show up on the back of my chair at some point. They usually do when I'm talking.
0: <laughs> that's yes. yeah. If you hear some scratching later on, that's my cat Betty, who very much hates when we close the door.
1: Oh, that's, yes, they do hate a closed door. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. If I do this. Does it make you feel like I'm in your email?
0: Absolutely. I I can't (laughs) believe that I get to see the person who's been in my inbox for (laughs) so many years. Lisa, let's start with your marketing agency. How did you get started with this? And then how did you start going over to Tailwind? Like, Give me that whole journey.
1: Yeah, well... I'll try to make it short because it started a long time ago in probably 1998 or 9, um, where I was doing content marketing before you really called it that, um, and went from that to website development. And uh, I wasn't wasn't really good at that, but I just kept doing it because that's what I kind of knew how to do. Uh, And then I got into social media and then I got into inbound and um, the agency that I I owned with a partner um, became a HubSpot agency. And then Pinterest came out. I was like, what is this thing? And how could a business use it? So um, I wrote an ebook about that. In my attempt to learn, um, which probably sounds familiar to to a lot of people listening, like if you want to learn something, you're right about it. You teach it. So uh, that led to my first client with Pinterest. And the results that we got with him were just, um, they're kind of addictive. So, so I was hooked on Pinterest and I have been ever since. Uh, and then I started a new agency on my own. I don't even know what year that was, but focus on Pinterest and then move more to Pinterest advertising.
0: And then how did you join up with Tailwind? Oh, Tailwind.
1: So if anyone wanted me to work with them on their Pinterest account, they had to have a tailwind account it was mm. part of the contract because i just couldn't do it without it so um i knew the product i loved the product uh, i thought their customer support or customer success team was amazing then i got to meet um, danny the owner and melissa who is in marketing and has been there forever um at social media marketing world and we we did some co-marketing together and i just really like if, if they were representative if cs and danny and melissa were what tailwind was um then that sounded like a, a good team to join. So I did four years ago.
0: And what made you decide that, like, okay, I'm going to take over their email engagement? Or were they like, please just take our email engagement? How did that work out?
1: Oh, um I don't. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> <I'm terrible. laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. So um I do sometimes write emails. I'll often review emails, but um a lot of it is just comes from me because it's the topic, right? It's it's about Pinterest and people know me as a face of of tail and Pinterest. So some of it I write, some of it I haven't, but um yeah, that's it's a very small part of what I do.
0: Very- <laughs> so The reason that I really wanted to talk to you is because I feel like entrepreneurs sleep on Pinterest. Like so many people get worried about Instagram or TikTok or now clubhouse and things. I feel like Pinterest has been such a driver for my business that I just like, I want to grab everybody and shake them and be like, you are missing out on so much with this. So let's talk about Pinterest. Let's talk about why people should be focusing on that either instead of other social media um, networks or with in addition to social media networks.
1: Yeah, so Pinterest, I and I have felt this way for years, right? It's, a, it's such a great missed opportunity. And up until now, it's been a fantastic traffic driver, and I think it still is a good traffic driver. Um, It's really changing, though. So if you've not been on Pinterest before, uh, you don't have those expectations. Um, What you have now is a very different Pinterest where Pinterest really wants to get pinners to connect with creators, right? So they're really heavy into idea pins, which were story pins up until last week or so. (laughs) Um, So it it is becoming more, more social and more of kind of an influencer space but there is still traffic to be had from those static pins and video pins as well. So, um, yeah, if you haven't tried it yet, I absolutely would and try to try a variety of those pins and the traffic you can get
0: it potentially very, very meaningful. So talking about these idea pins, um, mm. I'm frustrated with them because I know that they're meant to just keep people on Pinterest on instead of, moving people off the app, but do you feel that they do have a value?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, we're here and I've only made a couple. So, um, but I'm hearing from other people too, that they're seeing that their direct traffic is increasing quite a bit when they make a story pin.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. So the idea is right at the end that you don't add a link to your pin to send them to your website, which is what we're used to you ask them to follow you. So then what do they do? They go to your profile. And then there's a link in your profile to your website. So that looks like maybe that is registering as direct traffic. Don't know. Mm -hmm. Another thing is, though, that you are attracting an engaged follower, right? If they're engaging with your idea pin, then they follow you, they're more likely to see your other content that does have links and engage with that as well. So there's that kind of downstream impact um, as well as just a follower count growth. So if if you're an influencer say, um, then maybe that's something that really, really matters to you. And Pinterest is saying more that it, that is gonna matter. And in fact, when we've looked at accounts that are performing above average, they tend to have a much fo- higher follower count too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say concentrate, you know, do idea pins, but also do static pins and video pins as well. So I don't see those going away, right? Pinterest wants more idea pins, and I think that's where you're going to get your biggest impact. Um, we know, for instance, that they they get 41 times more saves than mm-hmm. a static pin.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. So let's talk about, is Tailwind moving into helping with story pins, or is that something like you're just kind of testing it
1: uh, it is not something that's available no. yet uh, for us to do. <laughs> We're definitely interested in hearing from people if that's something I want. Um, so, when you create a story pin, it's, you know, creating an image pin is pretty easy. Like, we have Tailwind Create where you can go in, drop in your URL, it will pull images out, it will pull the title out, and you can just make a pin in less than two minutes, literally, because we've looked at how long people are spending making them. Um, (laughs) But with an idea pin, if you're not already in that habit, like I think they're really not a very high lift for people like uh, food bloggers who are used to taking video of each step or taking pictures of each step and writing out what to do. Like that, it's a pretty easy um, transition to creating an idea pin. Uh, But for people like you and me, if we're blogging about something. And I decided my first idea pin for Tailwind would be how to create an idea pin. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, But it's, then you have to kind of go through like outlining what you want to say, kind of storyboarding it, and then creating the images or videos. Uh, And it takes a while. So I think um, I'd love to know if people, knowing that, like how many video pins or idea pins are you going to be creating? Do you is scheduling going to be still important to you? I think that will be important to to get that kind of feedback.
0: So rather than having everybody freak out about this, we'll go back to store uh, static pins, and things like that. So yeah. let's talk about first optimizing a profile. Um, mm-hmm. How do you recommend people start paying attention to the different factors of their profiles?
1: Um. So I would, you know, add in keywords, just basic stuff. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be complicated. Um, People don't spend a lot of time browsing your profile. I think that could change with idea pins, but typically what they're doing is they're finding your content in search. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the the more important part is your board creation Mm -hmm. because Pinterest is so reliant on SEO, right? You want to make sure that your board names and your board descriptions have the right keywords in them and that what you're what you're saving to those boards matches. (laughs) Because Pinterest looks for those signals, right? They look at a lot of different signals, but that's one of them. Like what board did you save it to What's the board name? What's the board description? What else is on there? Um, The pin that you're you're saving, does that match the keywords on the page that it goes to? They want that consistency for a better user experience so we can give them better signals that way. Uh,
0: Just as a side question, hashtags, good idea or bad idea?
1: No longer recommended. (laughs) (laughs) I know they're in, they're out, they're in, they're out.
0: So, all right, let's say that I am, I'm sold. I, I know Pinterest is going to be really good for me because I don't want to go on YouTube and I don't want to go on Google. I know that Pinterest is a search engine that's going to help me. How do I start creating content that is actually going to drive traffic for me?
1: Okay, well, it, the foundation of it is, is your website content. So mm-hmm. whether it's a product listing, or probably in, in this group, it's more blog post. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. So think about what is the promise of that blog post? It's very like basic marketing 101, like what's in it for me? What's in it for them? What's in it for a pinner? And the cool thing about Pinterest is that 97% of the searches there are not branded. So people are really open to new ideas and new creators and new things. So you have a great opportunity there if you can show them how your idea, your product, your service fits in with somebody's idea of an ideal life. Because that's what we want when we go on Pinterest, it's like, how to make my garden better, how to make my clothes better, how to make my hair better, you know, all that stuff is about, excuse me, is about me, or about you, like what we want, and usually
0: for the future. I love that. So, I want to create a pin for this blog post. Do I just create one, or do I create multiple?
1: So I would suggest making a couple to test the creative, right? So you might try one with a certain kind of image and a certain kind of text, always making sure it's legible, even on mobile, um, and then make another one that's different. But you don't really have to stop there. If you think about, okay, think about this idea and who this might be important to, or what are they thinking about? that would make this important to them or what event or what season or you know what trend is going on that would make this appealing to somebody and then lead into that and, and that way you're getting new keywords you're attracting a different audience you're showing up in different searches um, and you're not ending up with two dozen pins for the same article that looked the same and um, it's not a great user
0: experience <laughs> What about uh, titles and descriptions of pins? Uh, How in depth do you think people should get with those? So those are real important,
1: right? So the title is pretty much the only thing you see in the feed aside from the image itself. And if the image itself has no text on it, it becomes even more important. Now for us as bloggers, we usually want text on the image itself. That's the most prominent thing, what people are gonna see first. Your title should not duplicate what you have on your image because this is additional real estate and you're just really wasting it if it's the same thing. So find another way to frame what you're saying and make it more motivational. Like you never want to say click here because that's just spammy. Just imagine a feed with every pin that says <laughs> click here, right? It's just be awful. Um, but you can make it a little bit more call to action, like find your find your best um, daily planner here, something like that. Uh, and the description, the description doesn't even always show on Pinterest is sometimes there, sometimes not, but it is there in the background working for you. If you use keywords, right? We're not talking about like keyword pipe, keyword pipe, you know, like we're Mm -hmm. we're not talking about keyword stuffing. We're talking about writing one or two sentences that that's all you really need. Um, and including your keywords there.
0: So now that I've got these ends up, do I push them all at the same time or should I schedule them in like intervals?
1: Uh, you definitely want to be consistently pinning as opposed to dumping. Yeah, because Pinterest does like to see consistency of creators, yeah.
0: And then what about going on the app to engage? Like, is that really important or is it sort of like focus on your content and then you can go on when you're like waiting for the bus or something?
1: You know, the, one of the things I loved so much about Pinterest was that You just put content there and you go, right? You Mm -hmm. don't have to talk to anybody. I mean, I love people, but there's a limit, right? (laughs) It's a whole thing, yeah. It's a whole thing. Um, So with video pins and static pins, you can pretty much send them out there and let them do their thing. With idea pins, on the other hand, you're gonna find getting a lot more engagement. So I'm getting comments on mine. I even got photos on mine. So those you do want to respond to. Pinterest is looking at that engagement that you're getting on that pin. Yeah.
0: And what about like pinning other people's content? How important is that? Yeah,
1: that's the age old question, right? Like, and how much? (laughs) 80, 20, 20, 80. Uh, (laughs) Those rules are made to just make our lives easier, but it truly does not really help you directly Mm. right Mm. so it's your own content and pinterest has really made that clear especially in the way they've redesigned analytics the way they've redesigned our profile so that the content we're creating from our own claimed websites is front and center right when we go to our analytics by default it's only showing the results from our own content if you look at monthly viewers you're you're only seeing uh, the impact of your own content, right? If other people share it, that come, that pulls in too. But it really is about your own content. That's where you want to focus. Um, that said, people do naturally share other people's content on Pinterest, whether they want to support somebody that they that they know, like, and trust, or whether they want to like gen- genuinely save it to read later, like a normal nice. pinner, right? <laughs> so that's normal behavior for sure. And I think if if everyone well, I know if everyone stopped doing that, then that would mean no pins were getting engagement, (laughs) right? And (laughs) and, like Pinterest would be like, are these pins any good? So yeah, there's nothing wrong with sharing other people's content in moderation, but you definitely want to concentrate on your own. Um, Something we've noticed too is that continuing to reshare the same image um, has quickly diminishing returns, right? So that first time your pin goes out is much more impactful than any other time it goes out. Um, and in fact, saving, like creating a new pin with Tailwind Create and sending that out is around 400%, uh, gives you about 400% more reshares on that pin. Wow. Wow. So yeah, so if it, you know, 1.8 minutes for that kind of increase, definitely worth it.
0: So you mentioned briefly um, video pins. Let me talk about what is the trend going with those. What do you what do you guys see going forward as like are they essential or are static pins always going to be the best way to go?
1: Well, video pins do get nine times the saves that static pins get. Oh wow! Yeah. So I, I think there always will be static pins and video pins, but Pinterest is real clear about what they want. They want idea pins.
0: Hey guys, Megan here. How are your conversions doing? Are they maybe a little won't, won't I am here to help you with this exclusive free training about two phrases you can use that just boost your conversions like kapow. But there's a catch. It's totally free, but you have to get it in my Facebook group. That's the only place it's available. So, to join Join my Facebook group, no. <laughs> Joining my Facebook group is totally free. It's at facebook.com slash groups slash Megan Brame. Once you join, you'll be able to get access to the training that shows you two stupidly simple phrases you can use to add oomph to your conversions in your marketing. It's going to blow your mind. And I am so excited for you to check it out. Again, facebook.com slash groups slash Megan Brame. I'll see you in there. those are just gonna blow away
1: the metrics on any other pin but again they don't lead to they don't in themselves have a link which is the challenge and Pinterest knows that that's a challenge like that's a lot of work for us to be creating content for their platform so they're looking at ways to allow people to monetize right so what that looks like not 100% clear although there have been um we, people have spotted like sponsored idea pins and you can tag people in your idea pins. So, um, for instance, um, the first one I ever made was of my, my painting. So it was showing the process sped up and then some other videos along with uh, like a, a list of materials. Um, now I wasn't able to tag it for some reason, <laughs> but if I had been able to, I could have tagged, um, the paint, the people who make the paint, right? The people who make the canvas. And maybe if that pin really blew up, they would notice and be like, oh, we should like at least send her some paint or maybe pay her to make another idea pin for us. Like Mm -hmm. influencer deals could happen, Um, You know, just not really clear on how they're gonna monetize, but they know that they want to. (laughs) So if you can get good at idea pins now, um, that -hmm. would probably be in your best interest.
0: I love that and I love the idea of you know creating that sort of back when Instagram was still kind of the wild West and like people were starting to think out the strategies and this is seems like that's what idea pins is going to be
1: yeah I think um, I think they really were the Wild West until about mid-march when they they introduced um, an engagement distribution algorithm right so so now how far your idea pin goes is dependent on things like whether people react to it or comment or add a photo or whether they advance through frames or whether they click to open it like all those things are going to go into getting more distribution but because they're a little more involved to make there's a lot less competition because Pinterest really wants them to take off they're getting a lot more distribution so um, this really is a good
0: time to start making them so If I'm starting with, all right, I'm getting static pins out to this blog post and then I'm gonna do a little supplemental idea post series for this blog post. But Mm -hmm. I also want to create a video post for it too because I don't know, I'm using it on YouTube Shorts too or something like that. Um, What kind of tips do you have for people who are creating video pins for the feed?
1: Yeah, so we analyzed, oh, so maybe back in January, Pins that had more than 5,000 shares on them. We wanted to see, like, what are these super engaging pins? And, and what are the pins that are getting a lot of distribution? Uh, a lot of them, about 30% of the ones that I looked at are video pins. And out of those, many, many of them were TikTok videos, uh, which I thought was interesting. Now, Pinterest has since said, like, don't don't do that. Like, create especially for this platform, much like Instagram did, right? They don't want to be giving another platform free advertising. I was still seeing them on there, um, but you can always use the raw video for it. But the point is that's the kind of content people want. And specifically the do-it-yourself step-by-step educational posts mm-hmm. are what we're doing well. So it wasn't just like a, a flying arrow, <laughs> right? Or just a, it, it was something where the video actually added value to the post okay
0: so can you said that you know they're getting pissed off about tiktok and things can you repurpose youtube videos for something like that or uh, i guess i mean like the format does it have to be the vertical pin way or can Uh, videos be the horizontal landscape too
1: uh, they're gonna do a lot better if they're at least square oh really yeah yeah yeah, so you can technically you can even pin a, vid- a YouTube video, but those especially look really squished and small. Yeah,
0: yeah. But so yeah. if you're uploading it through Tailwind or through Pinterest directly, you should be looking for a square format.
1: Yeah, or or the hor- or the vertical, like you said, but a square can work, and it's usually a lot of times the easiest one to repurpose. Right. Unless you're doing the TikToks or the Reels, like those, those can be great.
0: That's interesting. I didn't even think about Square before. so let's say I'm doing well, <clears throat> Pinterest is rocking for me, I'm ready to start thinking about boosting my posts and starting an ad strategy. Yeah, how do you recommend people start thinking about that? Well,
1: think about your willingness to commit (laughs) (laughs) The reason I say that is because remember we talked about how 97% of searches are unbranded on Pinterest Which means that when it comes to the funnel they are way up here, right? So if you're advertising on Facebook, you might be talking to people who are more like here Um, so Whatever time it usually takes you to know if a Facebook ad is working give it twice as long on Pinterest
0: Hmm.
1: It's a smaller audience. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's a younger platform. So it's not going to be as instant um, as, as Facebook um, and people's behavior is just different.
0: So, yeah. Well, uh, well, let's talk about the behavior of it. So is it a good strategy to take people to an, for ad strategy, a good thing to take people to a blog post or a landing page? How does Pinterest usually creates a successful conversion for people?
1: Yeah, I think um, it depends, of course, on maybe you have an amazing landing page, but generally speaking, um, you're probably going to do better sending people to a blog post and then getting them on your email list, you know, and warming them up that way, because so if you look at your Google Analytics even and look at your traffic that comes from Pinterest and look at the first time visitor, right? Usually that's, it's a pretty high number. So they don't really know you yet. Typically, some of the ways that you can kind of improve that um, is when you're writing your pin descriptions, include your brand name in your pin description. So that can help build awareness and kind of warm up that funnel a bit. Also use branding on every pin. So whether that's a subtle logo or subtle URL, put that right on your image. That's that kind of builds that trust and warms people up before they even get to your website.
0: So we've covered that, and I know that our strategy is way, way (laughs) detailed and evolved. So um, I will leave people to contact you for specific details about that. But I want to talk (laughs) about moving on to figuring out how to automate this strategy with something like Tailwind. And before we get into that, um, I want to talk about Tailwind Tribes, which has been so huge for me and so huge for so many people. Yeah, like, it's a huge differentiator between actually getting people to pay attention. (laughs) But now that you're mentioning that people, um, Pinterest is paying more uh, more attention to your own content than your community, I guess, um, how do you see that affecting Tailwind Tribes? And actually, can you talk about what Tailwind Tribes are first?
1: Yeah, actually, we renamed them Tailwind Communities. I'm
0: sorry, yes. Uh, (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's okay. Um, but it is uh, a, a place inside of, of Tailwind where like, like-minded like content creators will put in their best content. And if they see something they want to share out, they share that out. The best uh, communities are made up of people who know each other. So I have one that I started and everyone who came in, like I vetted them, make sure their content was good, made sure their content would fit with the theme of the of the community. And it just helps people, one, get more eyeballs on their content, get more shares on Pinterest. Um, but it also surprising to me was a great way to discover people in my space that I didn't know before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you wanna do a content collaboration, that might be the first place you go. Cause it's like, you know, you know their content, you know it's good. Um, I, I feel like with fewer people sharing, is that potentially like as a group, Um, detrimental to everyone yeah probably yeah Yeah. so I mean if we're just thinking about it in terms of direct impact yes your own content is the most important but Pinterest is kind of built on that collecting and sharing um, behavior Mm -hmm. and uh, communities just kind of facilitated that in a really nice way
0: so how do i start looking at something like tailwind what is what goals should i have for subscribing to a service like that
1: um it really is about the value of automation so um one of the strategy we're using right now for ourselves is when, when a new blog post comes out there are going to be several images already created for it so we're going to send out one today we're going to send out one in a couple of weeks, one in a few weeks after that. And then because we found out that um, that half-life of a pin, right, or kind of that peak of of resharing happens at about two months out, we're going to mm-hmm. probably create a couple more pins that kind of go on a different angle, right, and try to reach a different audience. So it's kind of give that content a sustained life on Pinterest. And, of course, like that two months is – Is very general right so you probably still have some pins from years and years ago that people are still resharing you're getting a lot of traffic from it but that was just kind of the median um, half-life so we've decided well let's try that (laughs) and see how that works it seems to be going well like um, in a lot of Facebook groups people are saying my traffic is down and uh, is it even worth it anymore and that's not what we're experiencing so Mm. Automation makes that really easy. And then we do use Tailwind Create to make some of our pins. Um, you know, if you create a product, you probably ought to use it, right? So even <laughs> though we, we have these really great designers on our team, um, I started using Tail and Create to make images, and they performed outstandingly well, um, better than the professionally designed ones which was a really awkward thing to have to admit (laughs) you guys are awesome this is not nothing personal but um and i think it is because they look different from our usual right so you start to get to know a brand and maybe you think you've seen one pin you've seen them all i don't know um but they just they just seem to work really well can you talk about what tailwind create is Yeah, so it is a content creation tool inside of Tailwind, and it actually works for um, Instagram feed posts, Instagram story posts, Pinterest pins, and Facebook images. And what you do, um, the entering your URL part is is optional, but it's great for Pinterest because it does pull in every image of an appropriate size from your blog post. Pulls in the title from your page. You can also upload images or choose from stock photos. And then when you hit the little magic button to create images or posts, you're going to see hundreds and hundreds of already created designs pop up. And then you can do things like, all right, swap out the photo with just a little click, swap, like, Swap through the colors because you already set up your branding, right? So you have your brand colors in there, your logo in there, your fonts in there, which you can upload to. And then you have all four of those images ready to go. So Instagram post feed, Pinterest pin, and Facebook already done. So you don't have to like rearrange everything if you don't want to. Um, They're made to be perfect for that network from the get-go. It's really quite fun.
0: So i love that and i did a whole um tutorial video on how to do that so i had a lot of fun playing with create oh good um, yeah it was really fun so i'm inside of tailwind i'm giving this a shot i have no idea what i'm doing how do you sure recommend you do. <laughs> <laughs> how do you recommend i get started in tailwind once i decide like okay i need help yeah
1: I mean, I would just start with Tailwind and create, start making some pins. Um, and then when you hit the schedule button, they'll show up where you can start to enter in your title and your description and just let them go to your schedule. So uh, when you start, we will generate a schedule for you. And what we've done is we've analyzed gazillions of pins and figure it out the best time for you to post that's kind of based on your industry your followers when they're likely to be on and engaged so you can kind of skip that part um and just let them go into your into your queue and let them go
0: so what about um i know you guys have a like a recycle feature so how do you recommend yeah how do you recommend people use that
1: yeah so smart loop is something that you know, many people are still having great success with because Pinterest really wants that fresh content. We have kind of, um, it's not something you can sign up for anymore. So if you have it and you love it, fine, but it's something that we've kind of, um, put on the back burner because Pinterest really wants that fresh content. And generally speaking, that's what's going to give you better results.
0: So if we're going back to then just going into the scheduler, Mm -hmm say that I have created I don't know, five posts for my one blog post and yeah. how do I start feeling or how do I start feeling out the schedule for those multiple pins for the same piece of content because I know yeah. you said it's about two month half-life but how do I start thinking about that
1: so uh, if you want to kind of look at all right what kind of creative is working better. You want to post them a little bit closer together because okay. seasonal things would mess you up. So what we do, and this is not like a sanctioned um, strategy from Pinterest or anything like we're, we're just trying to figure it out like everybody else. So it will be like first one out today, the next one out and maybe a week or two. Right. And then those additional ones that we made to kind of just keep it going, those will go out after two months and then two months after that so when you're in tailwind you'll be able to either just send them to your smart schedule and let us figure out when they go but in that case they'd probably all go out on the same day which you don't want or you can set like when you want it like exactly when you want it to go
0: and what about the communities toggle button so should i add that to my communities immediately or should i try and plan that out too Oh, here's the
1: cool thing. So um, because Pinterest really wants to give credit to the content creator, as opposed to other people sharing your pin, um, your pin will not be available for scheduling in communities until it's on Pinterest. So you oh. could say like add to communities today, it won't actually show up until you send it out. Cause we need we need you to get the credit for it.
0: I love that, that's so cool. Yeah. Now, How do I start tracking if something's being successful?
1: So we have a couple of tools inside of Tailwind that that are helpful. Now, Pinterest analytics are fantastic. They also can be overwhelming to some people. So we have something in Tailwind called the top pins report. And that's going to show you um, like where your traffic is coming from. So which pins are getting clicks on them. It's also can show you the engagement rate. Excuse me. So that's where I would start is there. Looking at where where you're getting where you're getting engagement, you can also look at oh, and I just completely went blank on what it's called. Uh, oh, pin inspector, right? <laughs> to to see uh, like how many repins you're getting on that if you like that way better. But I like I just really like the the top pins report. Uh, there's a an option in top pins report to look at um, just stuff from your your domain, right? And you'll see the impact that other people are having on your content. And your traffic when you look at that because a lot of times the top performing one isn't one that you saved it's somebody else which like thank you um <laughs> you, you can also switch over to everything you've pinned so if you're sharing other people's content and i t- personally i think this is another reason to do that um you can see what's getting clicked there too so mm-hmm. if you see something that's really strikingly successful you could think to yourself, all right, why? Like, is is it the design style? Is it the text on the image? Is it the content topic itself? And if so, if it makes sense for you, should you do something kind of like that to see if you can also have
0: similar success? Are there any kind of benchmarks that you can think of as like, this is probably a good success rate or this is something that like, you really need to rethink the strategy? No.
1: Unfortunately not, because <laughs> it completely depends, right, on your industry. So, yeah, just just com-
0: compete with yourself. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so when do I decide that I need to focus more on Pinterest and less on Instagram, Clubhouse, whatever? Like, when do I start really thinking about this is the place that is for me. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, I think uh, some of it's got to come from what you like and -hmm. what you love, right? So if, if creating for Pinterest brings you joy, you should probably do some more of that, right? Because you'll be more consistent and more of you will come through in it. Um, Of course, you're going to want to look at results too. And I think Pinterest and Instagram work really well together where Mm -hmm. Pinterest you just get discovered and Instagram helps you to kind of build a relationship. Now with Pinterest changing, that's probably going to change too, right? You On Pinterest, you'll have an opportunity to get, have people get to know you, but typically, um, yeah, that's, that's how it's worked. So if you can do both, that's great on Pinterest, give it some time. So if you try it for a month and you're like, oh, this isn't going anywhere, uh, that's not long enough, right? So again, it's, uh, it's a commitment thing on, on Instagram, Your first day there, your first post, you're going to see you're going to see some results and it's going to feel really good on Pinterest. It might feel like crickets for a little while. Um, When I was working with management clients, it would be a six month contract because you can't really expect to see that meaningful growth and activity until six months. But on the other hand, (laughs) you'll get results from what you're doing now for many months and sometimes years to come. Because even though typical half-life two months, we still get traffic from some really ancient pins, seriously ancient.
0: (laughs) And and that's what I love about Pinterest, too, is that, you know, with Instagram or whatever, you kind of scroll and it gets lost in the feed eventually. But Mm -hmm. anyone can search for, I don't know blog tips and your pin can come up It's so that's that's, it, it's not like you're wasting content you know what i mean absolutely yep so let's end with fun little nerd facts oh, okay <laughs> what have you seen overall as like really successful things and what have you seen as like people are constantly messing up
1: Mm, Really successful things. Um, Again, I think video is surprisingly effective on Pinterest. Um, People are actually searching and including the word video in their searches on Pinterest, which I don't think I ever thought I would see. So, so try video if you can. Um, What do I see that's like not successful? (sighs) Uh, I don't want to say ugliness because even though you do want pretty pins, sometimes the ugly ones actually work, which is weird. Um, let's see. I can just... I want things not to do. Like real beginner issue is linking all your pins to your homepage or not linking them at all. I can't tell you how many times I've seen that. It's just very sad because, <laughs> because it's such an opportunity.
0: Well, and Pinterest will kind of dock you for that, right?
1: Uh, Potentially, yeah, because what they want to see is that consistency between the pin and the landing page itself. So if they don't match, yeah, Pinterest is not going to distribute it.
0: So, and I guess another bad one would just be just keeping the same branding the whole time.
1: That one I feel like is a matter of opinion. So Uh, I've had people be like, but... I have to get my branding and it's like, okay, well, what do you, what do you want? Do you want awareness Mm. or do you want engagement? Like, do you want the clicks? Do you want? Yeah. Um, So if you want awareness, keep your branding the same all the time. Sure. But if you're open to trying something new, you might find you get more traffic, you get more engagement, you get more distribution for your pins from a different look. So it really... I don't, I don't think one is right or wrong I know which one I want I want traffic so uh, yeah yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah I'll try I'll try just about anything you know as long as it's not totally hideous um, although some people are like my hideous pins are the best uh, <laughs> but really it's about standing out so um, a good thing to do is to search your keyword just go ahead and search it on Pinterest and see what pops up because a lot of times you'll see an overwhelming um like dominant color like if you search mm-hmm. dinner recipes it's going to come up as this like mustardy yellow brown and everything and it just it's a wall of that color and you so then you can think i can stand out in this feed if i make something that's bright blue
0: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
1: um so uh, yeah uh, it, even if bright blue isn't your color maybe you want to use it so you stand out
0: so When do you recommend people start looking at your agency and what kind of work do you want them to do ahead of time before they come to you? So I'm doing
1: very little with my agency right now, Mm -hmm. Um, full disclosure, because Tailwind keeps me on my (laughs) toes. If you wanted to work with um, a Pinterest ad manager, definitely you want to think about a couple of things. Like, are you willing to make that commitment that may feel a little uncomfortable while you're waiting for things to settle out? Think about what is the value of a click. Now, maybe you've done this with Facebook, maybe you have not, but you have to think about how many visits to a site do I need to generate a sale, Mm -hmm. right? And then what is that sale worth? And then looking at that conversion rate, then what is a click worth, right? You may find that it just wouldn't be profitable for you, or you may find it might. So figure that out. very first thing figure out what your typical sales cycle is from first look to sale right because you'll want that to figure out well
0: double that
1: (laughs) to see how long (laughs) you'll need to check it out on pinterest um yeah that that would be my recommendation
0: and now what about tailwind when do you recommend people start using tailwind
1: Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but I mean, I really have been a champion of Tailwind since long before I joined the team uh, because now it's, Tailwind's not going to do everything for you. It's not going to create idea pins for you at this point. Um, there's a lot of stuff that only you can do right? Uh, but what we are really good at is the stuff that you don't need to be worrying about, right? You don't have to be worrying about if all those pins, it, like those five pins I created for that blog post are now appropriately scheduled for the next six months, right? Just get it, batch it, get it done, right? And then creating that content, especially if, you know, you're you're already on Instagram, you're already on Facebook, maybe you're thinking about adding Pinterest, Tailwind create is the easiest way to do that, like to get it all done, and all out now facebook scheduling is coming soon but you can you can download that image
0: anyway oh i just thought of one um pins same pin multiple boards is that a good idea or a bad idea well you can do
1: it um but like i said earlier get very quickly diminishing returns on it Mm -hmm. so only save it to relevant boards and may give it a little bit more context and for pinterest to work with like oh um not only is this a, a blog post about um seo it's also a blog post about um, writing great titles right mm-hmm. so it could be those two boards and that gives a little more context but that first time out is the most most important and you will get uh, better results as far as distribution reshares
0: well Lisa, if people have questions how can they get in touch with you they can get
1: in touch with me on Twitter or Instagram. Um, see how else. It's at Alisa M. Meredith. If you want to reach out in either of those places, or of course at Tailwind, it's alisa at tailwindapp.com.
0: And have we missed anything that you want people to know about?
1: Um, I just hope that I hope that there's some excitement about the possibilities and especially where mean things are changing yes and those of us who've been on for a long time are probably struggling a bit with the changes but if you haven't been on it this is like a whole new world and you even though pinterest has been out for 10 years or so this is a whole new direction for them so if you get in now and you learn to get really good at this um you could have just like an early adopters advantage even though it's been around a while because it's changing i love that that's so optimistic Oh, good. <laughs> good. Thank you so much. I really appreciate You're it. Welcome. Absolutely my pleasure.
0: Hey guys, Megan here. Just a reminder I have regular QA episodes coming out. So if you want your questions answered, head to slash ask a question, all one word, and you'll be able to get your question posted. And if I feature it, you will get a copy, a free copy of my book day one, a practical guide to launching your business. So again, head to meganbrame.com ask a question. And if your question gets featured, I'm sending you a free copy of my book as a thank you.